Welcome to this week's episode of Dead America. I'm Ed Waters, your host, and this week we're going clear back to the 1400s. We're going to take a look at an individual that made it possible for America to exist today. Without the reforms and the enlightenment that this individual introduced to the world, America may not have even existed today. This individual was a blacksmith, a goldsmith, an inventor. He was a printer and a publisher. This individual was Johannes Gutenberg. He introduced printing to Europe with the printing press. His introduction of mechanical movable type to Europe started the printing revolution. It played a key role in the development of the Renaissance period, the Reformation period, the Age of Enlightenment, and the Scientific Revolution. And it laid the material basis for the modern knowledge-based economy and the spread of learning to the masses. Let's get into this week's episode of Johannes Gutenberg. In 1439, Gutenberg was the first European to use movable type. Among his many contributions to printing are the invention of a process for mass producing movable type, the use of oil-based ink for printing books, adjustable molds, mechanical movable type, and the use of a wooden printing press, similar to the agricultural screw presses of the period. His invention was the combination of these elements into a practical system that allowed the mass production of printed books and was economically viable for printers and readers alike. Gutenberg's method for making type is traditionally considered to have included a type metal alloy and a hand mold for casting type. In Renaissance Europe, the arrival of mechanical movable type printing introduced the era of mass communication, which permanently altered the structure of society. The relatively unrestricted circulation of information, including revolutionary ideas, transcended borders, captured the masses in the Reformation, and threatened the power of political and religious authorities. The sharp increase in literacy broke the monopoly of the literate elite on education and learning and bolstered the emerging middle class. Across Europe, the increasing cultural self-awareness of its people led to the rise of proto-nationalism, accelerated by flowering of the European vernacular languages. To the detriment of Latin status, in the 19th century, the replacement of the hand-operated Gutenberg-style press by steam-powered rotary presses allowed printing on an industrial scale, while Western-style printing was adopted all over the world 
becoming practically the sole medium for modern bulk printing. The use of movable type was a marked improvement on the handwritten manuscript, which was the existing method of book production in Europe. And upon wooden block printing, the revolutionized European bookmaking, Gutenberg's printing technology spread rapidly throughout Europe and later throughout the whole world. His major work, the Gutenberg Bible, was the first printed version of the Bible. Gutenberg's early printing process and what text he printed with movable type are not known in great detail. His later Bibles were printed in such a way to have required a large quantity of type. Some estimates suggest as many as 100,000 individual sorts. Setting each page would take perhaps half a day, and considering all the work in loading the press, inking the type, pulling the impressions, hanging up the sheets, distributing the type, etc., it is thought that Gutenberg first shop might have employed as many as 25 craftsmen. Gutenberg's technique of making movable type remains unclear. In the following decades, punches and copper matrix became standardized in the rapidly diminishing printing presses across Europe. Whether Gutenberg used this sophisticated technique or a somewhat primitive version has been the subject of considerable debate. In the standard process of making type, a hard metal punch made by punch cutting with the letter carved back to front is hammered into a soft copper bar creating a matrix. This is then placed into a handheld mold and a piece of type or sort is cast by filling the mold with molten type metal. This cools almost immediately and the resulting piece of type can be removed from the mold. The matrix can then be used to recreate hundreds or thousands of identical sorts so that the same character appearing anywhere within the book will appear very uniform, giving rise over time to the development of a distinct styles or typefaces or fonts as we know them today. After the casting, the sorts are arranged into type cases and used to make up pages which are inked and printed, a procedure which can be repeated hundreds or thousands of times. The sorts can be reused in any combination, earning the process the name of movable type. For more details on this, look up typography. The invention of the making of types with punch, matrix, and molds has been widely attributed to Gutenberg. In the 19th century, a printer and type founder suggests that Gutenberg was not using a typecast with reusable matrix, but wooden types that were carved individually. A similar suggestion 
was made by Nash in 2004. This remains possible, albeit entirely unproven. It has also been questioned whether Gutenberg used movable types at all. In 2004, Italian professor Bruno Fabini claimed that examination of the 42-line Bible revealed an overlapping of letters, suggesting that Gutenberg did not, in fact, use movable type, but rather used whole plates made from a system somewhat like a modern typewriter, whereby the letters were stamped successively into the plate and then printed. However, most specialists regard the occasional overlapping of type as caused by paper movement over pieces of type of slightly unequal height. As you can see, with Gutenberg, brought a whole new way of presenting information to the world in a rapid manner. And this was unique to the world. And information could freely be exchanged. And that, of course, brought many, many challenges to the world. Regardless of how type came about, we equally prosper from the use of movable type today. Gutenberg was a fascinating man that had unique vision in bringing reforms to the world that made it possible for us to live the way we do today and communicate in such a manner that everybody sees the same thing in a very unique way called books. Well, with that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of Dead America. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and join us next week right here on Dead America. Ed, out.